Dewana Carl with A Weary She Encourages. Thank you for joining us. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27 says, Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the rain comes in and torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on a bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. I have lived here in Texas since I was a teenager. And prior to that, I had no idea what it was like to be in the middle of a hurricane. But believe me, nearly 40 years later, I have seen a few. And one thing is for sure, when one comes, you want to be in a place that has a firm foundation. In today's lesson, we discuss the foundation of choosing to believe and have faith in the living God. Jesus Christ. What does it really mean to have an intimate relationship with him? Is it just showing up every Sunday morning in a building? Or is it much, much more than that? Listen in and learn more. Hebrews chapter 11, it says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed by God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Mm-hmm. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God. I'm reading from Hebrews chapter 11, Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave the evidence that he was a righteous man and God showed him, showed his approval of his guilt. Although Abel is long gone, he still speaks to us by his examples of faith. And then going on, that's the whole faith chapter, but then going on, He said, therefore, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, he said, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. See, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more you expose yourself to the truth. And that's the that's the whole thing. Yeah, there are a lot of people that don't believe, but there are people that God has placed a seed And God will water that seed if you expose yourself to the truth of God's word. You have to expose yourself to the truth of God's word. And when we do, then that's when our faith increases. You know, I can say that when we, I mean, you know, my personal testimony is that when we did a gift for the king, just talking about that. 
man. And I thought about, you know, all for all, you know, this man, I don't know if he'll believe or not prefer, I mean, referring to my professor in that class. I don't know if he'll believe it or not, but there are sometimes there were times where he was explaining the human body. There are doctors and nurse. I mean, I'm telling you, they go into certain man. I can't see none of this stuff that he talking about on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about my organs and how it functions and I can't see none of that. Right. But God has given them a, in some, in, a little bit of insight into that thing, but they still can't, they don't understand everything. I can, in that class, I heard that man say, well, you know, there are different theories, but they still have not figured out God. So it took a measure of faith to believe most of what he even talking about in a class I get credit for. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that, you know, it's just, we have to trust God's word when we find ourselves in these places. If we, tr- we, we have, it, it really takes, like you said, the, 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 he said, if you will believe with the faith of a mustard seed, because I think God knows that we have a tendency to reason in our mind. And if we don't understand, I think that happened in the garden. Mm-hmm. And even the enemy knew that. That's why he could go to Eve and say, hath God not said? So when, when, when Eve started to um, reason in her mind, doubt came. When doubt came, unbelief came too. You see what I'm saying? So we, oh, yeah. uh, the fallen nature has a tendency to lean more toward unbelief than belief because of the fallen nature. That's why when we we find ourselves being tempted, and I know it seems a little un- unrelated, but it's really related, is that when we go to do something, when, when I, uh, I think when God says, you know, or Paul said in, in the word where he said, you know, when I go to do right, wrong is always present. Same thing with belief. When you go to believe, unbelief is present as well. It's a choice. It's a choice to trust the living God. It's a choice. But how many of us make the right choice at the right time? Right. But it, that doesn't, but the bigger part about that though, the bigger part about that though, Lisa, is that it's it's not about how many of us it's about about who will believe and so rolling it back into the purpose of this this uh series is to encourage those and this is one of those conversations that we have regularly and frequently regularly and frequently is that is calling calling folks to reconcile to god there you know um there is a discussion about predestination um and i mean uh, i think i'm using the right word free will and, and predest- predestination and basically what that is is saying basically that you know god has put faith in folks who he wants to have who who he wants to believe god put it in them and then there's a camp that says it's a free will it's if you would freely believe in God. And I don't believe, I believe that God has called all of us to faith. Regardless of where you are in that, at the end of the day, it's a choice. I think at the end of the day, it is a a choice 
to believe God. And when we see scripture, when it says he, and like I said, and I shared in Hebrews chapter one, we are surrounded by a crowd of witnesses. You know, like when you go to a court of law and you, you, you know, I don't know, girl, you know, back in the day when we was watching the OJ Simpson, did you watch that trial? Yes. I'm dating, we dating yes. ourselves. <laughs> Just wow what i thought like oh my goodness how much Ooh, more okay we dating ourselves okay but either you was going to believe the witness or you was going to believe who you wanted to believe about oj simpson right. or we go back we go we go further and we start talking about the whole thing with bill cosby right either mm. you was going to go and look at the witnesses or you was going to believe who he was all most of his entertainment life that we know of publicly, you know what I'm saying? Or we we was but you know either you was gonna believe the witnesses or you was gonna believe who we thought he was in his character. Michael Jackson, same thing. Mm -hmm. Either we was gonna believe these children or we was gonna believe who he was as a man, as an entertainer, or whatever. So you know where we are in a court of law. It's about what the witness, these are eye witnesses, eye witnesses. Now, of course, they looking at the credibility of those witnesses, but it's, the witnesses do make the difference. The, the witnesses have weight. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, even when Jesus, the story. Right. Even when um, we, we believe because of the witnesses, we believe because of the witnesses. We believe because of the witness of the Holy Spirit. Those of us who are believers, who have the seed of faith in us, the Holy Spirit, he confirms who God is. He confirms what truth is, which leads to faith, faith in the living God. That's what, that's what this thing is. I don't know where you going, God. No <laughs> that's all right like you say take the wheel and the car okay God, i'm God. just girl um you know that group um uh destiny child they're one of the girls that was on the group before i, I think her name is Lake lakeisha i can see her face i can't remember she was on a, a show on youtube and she was saying how when they, you know, she found out that she wasn't part of the group anymore. She kind of found out because she saw a, a, she saw a video and he's like, wait, you know how they played that video and I wasn't part of, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, something she said, but you know, she ended up in spite of not being able to go on and be a part of Destiny's Child. She still, you know, her career still took off. And one of the things that she said that i thought was insightful was she said well you know because we were talking about the car analogy she said no nah, i just told god i get in the trunk you do what you want to do <laughs> <laughs> i like that i like that i just get the trunk not the driver's seat i don't want to be in the not Look, the back seat, but the trunk. I don't want to be in the trunk. Wow, I don't want to be amazing. in the passenger seat. I just get in the trunk. Whatever you want to do, I just yeah, go. I, I just don't get in the trunk. Complete, I just get in the trunk. Wherever complete, you going, <laughs> complete guidance from you, Lord. Complete. You can, you can have it. Yeah. You, 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 you just go ahead. 
you can go ahead and have it because yeah i i you know i i you know and for me my testimony is that i didn't try everything but i my encouragement to most is try god you know you know, if you didn't try everything, try God. Because if it ain't working for you, you got to look around and ask yourself: Is that working mm, for you? Exactly. The way I you live, your the way the choices that you make, the things that you believe in about yourself, about your life, about your world, and if God ain't in it, is that working for you? Mm. And for me, the, I mean, but everybody not gonna land there. Like he said, many are called, few are chosen. Everybody not gonna land there, and and and. You know, he 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 wants all of us to believe, but you know the truth is, even God knows some some won't. But that doesn't keep us from from the call that God has on our lives. Back right. to you know what I'm saying. It doesn't keep us from the call that's on our lives. Second um, Timothy chapter four: Preach the word, in spite of the fact that a time is coming verse three that when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching that did not keep god from we, we still got we still got to follow the mandate huh. the horn is blowing the time is near you know when when you know you hear no you know noah he, he doing the thing i don't know how many years it took somebody estimated and i I, rem, I don't remember what they said how long it took to build the ark but the water was coming. The water was coming. This time, the fire. This time, the fire is coming. So the, the horn is blowing. And the first time the horn, you know, the horn. Of, come on, man. The horn is blowing. The horn is blowing. And, and, and all what we've been called to do is to preach the good news of Jesus Christ. It's good news. Is good news, and it's a, it's it's a message of hope. It's a message of love, and it's a message that is to be taken seriously. It is it is your life. It's not only your life in the present, but it's your life in the future. It's your life beyond this life. It's a call, and that's why we are blowing the horn. This horn is so serious. If we go back and read chapter Joshua chapter six, man, when I was reading that, man, that thing was starting to, man, it was starting to pick up off the pages. Um, <laughs> it really was. It was starting to pick up off the pages because when I read, let me read that again. It says, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a, a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times with the priest blowing. When you hear the priest, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. See, he said, if you hear the horn, have all the people shout, you know, we needed to talk about faith, huh? Yeah. I yes, think faith is the uh, the foundation. It's God doing it. God is appealing. God is saying, come back. Choose you this day whom you will serve. 
I am placing before you life and death. Choose life. God is saying that. We ain't doing it. And to be honest, I don't think we intentionally choose to be negative and meaning no. like you say choose life or choose death. I don't think we intentionally try to choose death by speaking negative words and bringing negative situations into our lives ourselves that we don't realize that they're there until we go in it and then we come out of it and then we realize I could have been the problem, okay? I don't think we intentionally do that. I think we think we're making the right decision whether mm -hmm. we hear from God or not. And I'm going to be very honest and transparent here because I don't think people are listening to hear from God. I don't think they're even going to God in prayer and saying, hey, I got this situation and talking to him like you talk to me and I talk to you. Right. Because first of all, they feel like, <clears throat> first of all, they feel like God is this high thing and they can't go to God and God don't answer none of their prayers. Well, honey, if you don't have faith to believe that he is God, Mm. That he exists, mm. and of course you don't feel like you can even go to him. So unintentionally, you're going to be picking, and you're going to be making the wrong decisions because you mm. don't know any better. You understand? Mm. Mm. And mm. we are at this point now. Well, and I'm just going to be straight up. I mean, I consider myself knowing God. I consider Jesus Christ as my friend. Mm -hmm. I've seen him, you know dictate my life and change me and get me to a better place mm -hmm. but yet i can be like doubting thomas too on some days yes same here like i can wake up and decide oh lord i mean i mean it's just like you say it's a choice mm -hmm. which turns into a decision mm -hmm. which eventually you know manifests into what it is that you're choosing to believe or the choice that you took you know, oh man, oh God, give me, help me, Lord, help me, Holy Spirit. You know, I think that a lot of us are looking to, to God. You look. I remember when I first got saved. One of the things, a couple of things that God um, shared with me is that He was my first love. Uh huh. Hallelujah, glory to God. Yeah. We're married. You. And we if you didn't, and, and if you didn't love him first, he first loved you. Therefore, you developed the love for him. Sometimes, you know, I mean, we get with people and we be like, I, I, I didn't plan to marry that man. I, he wasn't the one I was really looking for. Mm -hmm. But he was the one intended for you. You know, I, yes. You know, when God, when, when God talk about when we look at the scriptures and we see that God is talking about reconciling us to Himself. The reconciliation is not so I can, you know, it's it's about realizing that your life is so 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 precious to me that I wanna I wanna save your whole life. Mm -hmm. I wanna not save your, part of your life, but your whole life. I wanna say I wanna save serve your whole life. I understand I I you know the, the picture that I had in my mind as it relates to the husband and wife thing is knowing that before I was married, I was married. Mm -hmm. before I, when you give your life to the lord it's a marriage whether it, whether whether things are good or bad because look marriage can be a whole a whole situation but a marriage to the living god what god is calling us to 
in this reconciliation is not to say, okay, your life is going to be better. He's calling you to a relationship and relationships have their ups and downs. But the thing about it is he knows that this relationship that he is calling us to is this relationship that he wants us to have is a transformative relationship. It's a trend. He wants, he don't want you to continue. He don't want us to continue to be conformed to the world, but to be transformed by the word of God, by the word of God. He wants us to be transformed. So it's not about, okay, give me, give me, give me God. I want my life to be better. I want to get along with my wife. I want to get along with my husband. I want my children to get along with me. I want to have prosperity. I want to have my bank account like this. I want this whole list, these lists. But let's be honest. Let's, but let's what God it, Let's put it like this. Are you dating God or are you married to him? Come on. He want to be married. Yeah. See, you're dating. is only so much you're going to benefit when you're dating a person that got it all. Okay. And when okay. I say got it all, got it all. Jesus Christ he got, got it all. all. Okay. But if you're dating him and you think you're going to benefit from all the things you would if you were married to him, which just basically mean, am I just going to church, singing in the choir, and then coming home and acting a fool? Or am I married to him by, even if I am going to act a fool Monday through Friday, am I trying not to act a fool despite of all the religious practices I have of going to church, singing in the choir, reading my Bible two or three times a week? If you're not really developing a close relationship to him, you're not going to reap the benefits. Girl. You know, the thought that I just had in my mind what? is, you know, I think about you, you said something we're talking about, we're talking about somebody, somebody that, that somebody being God having everything. And I look back over my life whenever I would, I would see a guy, you know, and I would be like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, cars, wasn't <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, I don't, I, I thought to myself, well, he, he, I mean, am I, am I pretty enough? Am I good enough? I mean, he looked like he got everything. He cute. Mm -hmm. He he wealthy. He wouldn't even he wouldn't even want to be a part of my life. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. See, but this is a different scene though. Yeah. This is oh. a different scene. He take you whether you think you ugly or not. Exactly. Wherever but you are. The thing are is, are life. you willing to go? Right. But like I said, you know, back to the analogy that we was talking about. You know, God wants to be, God wants to be, this is about a call, a reconciliation. We are, as podcasters, those who are ministering this gospel, we are calling people to a relationship. We're not talking about just having a religious lifestyle. Because you can have a religious lifestyle and not follow God. Because that's not what this is about. Yep. You, you see what yeah. I'm saying? This it's is truly true. not about calling when I met my husband, he has really been, he has, I have to say that my husband has really discipled me and, and he has really helped disciple me. And I, I look forward to you guys being able to hear him. And, uh, and, and he has a, a different, he, I just love the way I've had to really learn his. I remember one time he said, you just got to keep it real. And for years I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean about it? And, you know, um, and what he was saying about is being sincere about 
your relationship, taking your relationship with God seriously. Like I knew I was the good Christian girl. I knew to go to church every Sunday. I knew how to I, I knew I knew how to do all the outward things, but I did not know what that meant. To, what did that mean? How did that translate to me having a relationship with the living God? I had no idea. How does that come? How does that compute that I knew how to I knew how to be religious? But I didn't know what it meant to have a relationship. Uh-huh. And that is what we do. As ministers of the living God, we are calling people when we read, we're in second Corinthians for those of you who just joined us. We are reading from second Corinthians chapter five, verse um, 18 through 20. And we're talking about how God has called us and he's appealing to us to have to be reconciled. He is he is appealing to us. He is desiring a relationship. He don't want your religious activity. Hmm. He does not want you to just be busting the church wide open every Sunday morning just so somebody can say, oh, look at her. But that's what we've been taught. And we've been taught to believe that. And and I I don't knock the the parents that, you know, they've been because that's what they were taught. You go to church, you participate in church. You, you serve God by going to church. and But you can be going there on deaf ears, you know, if, if you're not learning anything and you're not gaining a closer relationship with Jesus. To be mm-hmm. honest, I have developed a closer relationship to Jesus just by studying the word on my own. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, I, I like I told you, I, I stopped sharing. You know, but understanding, first of all, let me be clear about this. Let me first, let me say this before I say anything. If whatever, whatever rebuke that you have heard, those of you who are followers of the the Lord Jesus Christ, remember this, there is no, there, there is no condemnation, meaning that you have not been condemned. You are not, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So this is not about condemnation. This is about correction. It's not about, it's not about condemnation maybe it's about rebuke and it's just really about driving us to a pure and holy intimate relationship with the living god that's what he wants he wants back he wants what we had back in the garden you know when we hear when we go back to genesis and we hear god calling out to adam where are you he's calling us the same way where are you why are you hiding from me come back come back it was so pure that that adam and eve didn't even know they were naked god wants an intimate fellowship with us we're not talking about sex people he wants to know your heart he wants your heart he wants your mind your will and your thoughts he wants to get in there. He wants to live in you. God is calling you to a relationship. He don't want your religion. I'm not, I'm, we're not talking about not going to church. That he want, he said, forsake not the assembly 
of yourselves with the saints. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about God wants an intimate relationship with you. Podcasters, ministers of the living God, those of us that are on these so in these social media streets. Now I can say it's mine because look, I said Taylor gave it to me first. Now I'm going to go ahead and own it. While we out in these social media streets, God is calling us to teach and preach this. God is calling us to teach and preach. Look, I am calling you to an intimate fellowship with the living God. I am not calling you because see, this is the thing. This is the thing. I am very clear about what I have been called to. And as a podcast, especially as a minister of the living God, you need to be clear about what God has called you to do. And what I believe God has called me to do is to call people to an intimate relationship with him. He is yes. calling people to it because this is what I know. When you when you get intimate with him. Everything else follows everything else follows the way you look at life is going to change the way you treat people is going to change the way you live your life is going to change because you're in the presence of the living god he's you making room for him healing is going to come when he comes into your life by his stripes we've been healed when he come in when you allow him in not just in your religious activities but i'm talking about in a close walking living breathing relationship with him your life changes period i'm not talking about your bank account i'm talking about your life you be ye transformed you don't conform to this world you get transformed because guess what you get in the presence of the living god and can't nothing get in his presence and be the same Dewana Carl with A Weary She Encourages. Thank you for joining us. And if it encouraged you, I hope that you will share with a friend and join us again. In the meantime, stay encouraged and keep fighting the good fight of faith. A Weary She Encourages is a place of healing and a place where you can find hope.